0: hey welcome back this is the great date guy podcast and we're starting off season five the season of money um i know we don't really touch on wealth too much in this podcast a lot of the focus is how do i create attraction without needing wealth um but i also have to recognize and i think I mean, it's only fair that we bring attention to the fact that wealth is important and wealth allows us to build the kinds of lifestyles and have the kinds of experiences that we want to have. Wealth allows us to have the kind of time that we want to have after work. So this coming season is going to be completely dedicated to creating the kinds of interviews and conversations. Um, I will be recording some content around how to create more success around your financial future so without further ado let's get this episode started all right hey welcome back to the great date guy podcast my name is rob wong and um with me today is someone that i think is an expert in an area that i have failed to get mastery so he's born in oc his parents came from korea and he left med school to pursue his calling in life um which ended up being in the field of social media and podcasting. And as he progressed, he started learning the secret of how to go viral and build Instagram accounts. So currently, if you find him on Instagram, he's got 102,000 freaking followers. It's at ray.ahn. And he currently makes his living interviewing the top influencers and entrepreneurs in the world. Um, All of this starting from a background of social anxiety, in depression um so I think this is going to be a killer episode there's a lot to be gained from this but in the meantime um Ray is is there anything else that you'd like to add to introduce yourself
1: yeah I guess you know people think you know yeah they see like oh he has 102,000 followers are they real and I'm like yeah they are I, I actually did start from zero and um I just want people to know that know if if I could do something like this and they can too and it's just a matter of believing in yourself and not letting you know the the doubts the anxieties keep you down and the depression because if uh basically I want to give hope to those people because that's where I was at you know um you know my parents separated in high school and I didn't really have much guidance as a kid I felt and uh you know not a lot of role models and so I felt that you know if it's to be, it's up to me, right? If I want to make something in my life, then it's up to me to do that. And no one's gonna, you know, hand me, you know, hand me a golden spoon and, you know, things like that. Like I, I had to make it, obviously, you know, I did get some support from my mom, like as far as going to college. But, you know, after that, it's just, I was kind of like on my own, you know, and had to figure things out as, as a lot of people do. But I just want people to know that like, you know, I'm not, you know, I wasn't born like, into riches like we actually lived in a mobile home um growing up and so you know money was a big problem for us as well um and uh basically just yeah if if someone like me can make it then you know like other people can too and i'm still not at the point where i'm like yeah i made it but obviously i put in the work to to get to where i am and you know people can hopefully take encouragement from that
0: Yeah, I I think that there's a lot to be gained from your story, especially coming out of depression and social anxiety to a level where you're able to create meaningful connection with hundreds of thousands of people. I think that's an amazing skill. And I I think for the person listening right now, like, how did you even begin that trek? Like, how did that go?
1: Yeah, so, you know, my first year into medical school, I just knew that this wasn't what I want to do for the rest of my life because um, basically what you do for work, that's going to take up most of your time, right, like from your 20s to 60s. And if you're doing something that you really hate and don't really love and it's just for a paycheck, um, that's great up to a moment until you realize, hey, like, what am I doing with my life? And that's when people have midlife crises and they're like, I'm not living the life I want. I'm not living the life I've designed. I'm just living a life by default. And just following how people are living, which is fine for for a lot of people, actually. But for me, I was just like, I want to do something I love that I have a passion for. And I had no idea what that was. You know, like always growing up, I was like, what, what is my purpose in life? Like, what do I want to do? You know, like people think, man, I have to go to school. I have to go to college. I have to get a degree. I have to get a job. You don't have to do anything. You could just stay home, <laughs> weed all day or just sleep all day. You know that you could honestly do that. And only in America, I feel like you could do that. Right. Um, You know, back then you, you didn't have that freedom, but it's like, your life is your choice and you could choose how you want to live it. You know, you don't have to live it doing something you hate, you know, just for a paycheck. So like, for me, it was like self-discovery mode. Like I was just trying to discover like, who am I, like, what do I like to do? You know, what am I interested in? And obviously, you know, the first thing is like, how do I make money? Right. Because if you don't find a way to make money, you're gonna to have to do some sort of job that you don't want, you know, to make money. And so I started getting into like um, building websites. I wanted to make money from home online. I didn't wanna to have to go somewhere to, to, to like an office job. You know, I just knew that wasn't what I wanted. And so then I, I began to um, get online and started learning how are people making money online? And I came across people like Pat Flynn who runs Smart Passive Income? He makes like six figures a month now off his blogs passively, and um, I started trying to do that. You know, building websites around motivation, and then I realized, hey, social media is a great way to drive traffic, and so I started building um, a motivational account to 80k, and then uh, I sold that, and then I started buying and selling accounts, like luxury accounts, you know, fashion accounts, and then I just started learning how are people growing in this space. How are they going viral? How are they, you know, what are shout outs? You know, how do you buy and sell pages? And I started learning all of this by doing it, right? I didn't learn from a course um, and, I, and I was, as I was doing this, I started learning a lot. I started meeting a lot of cool people. Um, and that's why I wanted to do podcasts. I want to interview these people, share their knowledge, share what they know, and also use it as a way to network and make relationships. Um, and I just learn, you know, I just, I just wanted to keep learning, you know, and so that's how uh, I got into what I'm doing now, which is helping personal brands build themselves on social media. Um, I'm also coaching people in a group how to build their social media profile, how to grow followers and how to, you know, um, share their story and their message with others, you know, and so. And that's something that I think, you know, not a lot of us do. We, we all have a story, you know, and <clears throat> things that we've overcome and when we share that, we could help a lot of people, like, you know, whether it's with social anxiety or depression, like everyone has a lot of similar struggles, but people just don't talk about it, you know, whether it's eating disorders or, or you know, whatever it is, you know? And so um, so I hope to do that more for sure. And, um, and you mentioned that, like, how are you able to make meaningful connections? I think a lot of the things I post aren't just selfies of me. I actually didn't want to post my Instagram, Unless it feels for my podcast. And so, um, you know, I wanted to share a message. A lot of the content on my Instagram, like, makes you think about, you know, your life, about your purpose, about, you know, passion, things like that. And that's just kind of what was on my mind. And I just didn't see people posting stuff like that. So I started just doing it myself, you know, and yeah, just wanting to get people to really think about their life because I think so many people live it without thinking and they just become 40 and 50 and they're like, man, what have I done with my life? Like, you know, and, and they don't take time to think about that, you know? So. Yeah. Also, so, yeah.
0: I, I feel like you've touched on a number of things
1: that are really important
0: here. And I really like the point that you're making about how it's all a choice. Everything about our lives is the culmination of the choices that we've made and who I am today, who you are today, where we exist in life, what we own Those are all choices and choices that we can choose to be responsible for. In a lot of ways, I feel like that's kind of one of the most freeing ideas. Like, I have that choice. And I also love that what you highlighted was like, hey, the secret to me making these connections was me putting myself out there. This is actually the real me. Um, I found from me doing that, that it tends to just attract my tribe over to me, people that can vibe with pain that I've been through, the embarrassment, the shame, the struggle, and the more they can relate to me, the more readily that connection can happen, but it can't happen until I begin to let down my guard. Was there a critical moment for you when it was just like, oh man, like I, I need to change like the way that I'm communicating or like that, how do you realize that that was an important part?
1: Uh, what, what do you mean by that? The communicating part? <clears throat>
0: yeah so like i'm hearing from what you're saying earlier that like a big piece of why people engage with you so much is because what you put into this space was like your struggle your personality who you actually are and yeah. from experience i would say that that's kind of not the way that we're taught to express ourselves we're taught to be like perfect you know so i guess i feel curious like what had you realize and make that shift
1: I guess, like, okay, honestly, on social media, I just saw a lot of people just, like, posting crap, like, content and just things that are not building up. It's just, like, a lot of uh, noise and a lot of things that don't build people up. It's just kind of whether it's just all selfies all the time or um, just content that's not really, yeah, moving people forward, you know? I mean, there's some people like that who are doing it, maybe, like, Lewis Howes or Gary V and stuff like that. But there needs to be more people um, doing that kind of like putting good energy into the space, right? Like social media is—it's like a new world, right? It, and it's you're putting energy into the space through your content. And so, like, I wanted to put content that makes people think, that gets people to like really realize, man, like, you know, like how do I want to live my life? And 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 get you to think about even you know, your death, right? (laughs) Like, you're gonna die one day, like, how how do you want to spend your life, you know? So, Mm. um, and yeah, I'm not saying don't have fun, don't do whatever you want, have parties, whatever, but just, like, like, think about it and, and make an impact before you leave, right? Like, make an impact on the world before you before you leave. And I think that's, I think everyone has that desire to make an impact. But a lot of people let their fears or anxiety or, or doubt cripple them. And so that's I want to help people be free from that and 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 actually know that they could do something, you know. Um, whether it's through my podcast, through my coaching, you know, whatever it is, hopefully give them help them move forward in some way in their life, you know.
0: Yeah. That's a big deal. And I'm glad that you're out there doing that. I think the world needs a lot more of that. And I'm also glad that you've got the reach of a hundred and 2,000 people that are hearing that. Um, it also has me wondering about, like obviously you've been playing this game for a long time and you mentioned that impact is a big piece of it. I want to look back at my life and see that I've made an impact. What what to you is the secret for making an impact? What's
1: the critical ingredient? Um, For making an impact is to never quit (laughs) never quitting like on yourself never quitting on what it is you want to do and um, yeah I think the reason people succeed and people don't is because some people just don't give up you know and they just keep going and that's that's the only reason that they made it was because you know it's not like they're more talented it's not like they were smarter they just didn't give up and obviously some people might be like yeah some but some people can't achieve that which might be true but there's always some things you could do to impact people like in your own way. And I guess it first starts with desire, right? Like do you even have a desire to impact people? And if that's true, then think of like, what are those ways, whether it's speaking at a school, whether it's volunteering or um, starting a podcast, you know, there's there's different ways you can, but it's just a question of like, how badly do you want to do that and, and want to make that impact in the world, you know?
0: Yeah. I like your point about like, hey, most of it is just not quitting. And I think that ties in so much with the concept of belief, which I think is critical. Like most, most of it, most of the game. Do I believe that I can make an impact? And can I hold on to the belief that I can make that impact? And when I do lose that idea, can I bring myself back to it? And if I can't do those things, it's never going to happen. But if I can just keep, if I can keep my grip on that, I'm eventually going to make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to find like, and you're going to find, you know, when I left, the biggest fear was, hey, like, there's no guarantee I'm going to make it. You know, if I leave medical school and just go on this route, there's no guarantee. Right. And people think, yeah, there's a guarantee, you know, once I get a degree and a job that it'll be safe. But look at this pandemic, like nothing's guaranteed. So like the only thing's guaranteed is if you create your own ways of making income and your own business essentially like if you're in control of that then you're in control but if you're not in control of that then it's uh you're, you're leaving it up to someone else to to give you the paycheck or give you money and <clears throat> you'll always be depending on someone else um and uh yeah pretty much but obviously it's not easy to to do which why well, i'm still figuring things out too but i want to help people figure that out for themselves too you know mm. whatever that is but it's not easy for sure yeah <laughs> it's not like not everyone's gonna not everyone has like this you know self belief that i'm gonna make it no matter what and that's why i think you need to have like more than just a desire it has to be like a burning desire of like man i really want to make something on myself um because if it's just like uh oh, it'd be okay then you're not you might not ever do it because you're not that serious about it. there's some friends that i know they they have a lot of money from like their dad or from family and stuff and that they could um, live comfortably with that the rest of their lives. But they're not, because of that, they're so comfortable. They're not urgent about what they want to do. And they just kind of coast through life and they're just like, yeah, it's okay. Like if it happens or not, but they really want to do it but they're just comfortable. So it's kind of like that analogy of, um, there's like a fishbowl and um, you know, how you kill a frog? The frogs don't leap out of the, not a fishbowl, frogs don't leap out of the pot if you heat it up right away, like really hot, like, but if you slowly heat it up, the frog the still stays in there and they die, you know, because they don't realize, you know, it's getting hotter. So that's kind of the same thing with comfort. If you're too comfortable, then you're slowly going to die because you, you don't realize it, but that's just what's going to happen. And so I think mean, that's a like constant challenge though, even for myself, you know, like, especially for all entrepreneurs, because no one's telling them, Hey, go to work. Hey, you know, you got to do this. So that's why, you know it's harder to motivate yourself to do it than having someone tell you what to do so that's why some people think oh yeah entrepreneurship that's I want to do that but do you can you motivate yourself to do something when no one else is telling you to do anything you know and that's 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 the hard part like you actually have to do a lot more than someone who's just told to go to a job get your paycheck and just watch TV or play games all day you know and so yeah so i so yeah it's not you know for most people i guess for a lot of people but um for those who are like they're not content with that you know like steve jobs or other people like maybe there's something more out there that they want for themselves and that's the way they get into it you know
0: yeah i feel like i feel like this is super relevant um and even for this podcast this is super relevant because this is the essence of lifestyle building and when it comes to lifestyle building, am I arranging my life in a way that I have free time? I'm doing something that I'm aligned with, that I'm passionate about. Does that leave me the space, to date, and build relationships the way that I want? And overall, something that you mentioned that I think is the most important, even though I'm successful, am I happy? Because those are mutually, ex- well, they're not mutually exclusive, but they don't. One doesn't influence the other. Past a certain point, if I'm not surviving, then one doesn't influence the other. And I love I love your point of like, how do I stay motivated while this is happening? And I'm, I'm curious if this has been your experience too. For me, the essence of entrepreneurship and lifestyle building hasn't been like, find one thing and stick with it forever. It's like, find the thing that works now that you're lit up about, but also remember that you're gonna have to check in. Am I still aligned with this? And then evolve from that belief. There's also a piece of like, most of this is like self-work how do I remove the obstacles that are in the way from me asking for a seven-figure deal or talking to that celebrity that I right now I feel is way beyond my level and if I could address that mindset then all of a sudden my world unlocks and new things become possible but it's mostly
1: just self-work yeah so self-worth you said self
0: worth. uh yeah but, but well that's, that's good. I, d- I didn't say self-worth, but that's, I think, a big part of it. Um, I was saying self-work, which I think leads self-worth. to self-worth. Yeah. So yeah. they're related. I think that's the same
1: idea. Yeah. I mean, so, self-worth, right? Like a lot of people, their view of themselves is not that high. Um, and it's kind of like, how do you love yourself? You know, like how do people do that? You know, and I think um, <clears throat> even in the Bible, like Jesus says, like, love, love one another as you love yourself you know and if you don't love yourself how can you truly love someone else you know if you don't really love yourself your love for someone else is at best a fake a a way of trying to get their love you know you trying to you know love on them is is because you don't love yourself enough so you're just trying to give it to someone else so much you know and so it's uh, it's like, man, like, yeah, even people who are millionaires, even billionaires, like, do they really love themselves, right, like, they might love their accomplishments, and their achievements, but like, how can someone start to truly love themselves, and um, for who they are, because honestly, you know, no one's perfect, and it's like, when you tell someone love yourself, it's like, well, I cheated on my wife, well, I I did this to, you know, my brother, or my sister, or, you know, I did, like, how can I love myself when I'm like, such a mess you know Mm. and that's when people start doing drugs or people start like thinking like man i'm a piece of shit you know like man i'm just gonna do you know do lines of coke you know and stuff like that you know and um not saying that that's that's bad like i honestly i've done that and stuff but it's like at the end of the day like ask yourself why am i doing these things like is it a lack of self-worth is it a lack of love for myself is it a lack of belief in myself that i i need to rely on these to to feel a certain way like you look at hitler before he did all those speeches he was on a bunch of meth and all these drugs man he was he didn't have the confidence to speak like that unless if it was for those drugs mm-hmm. and so yeah sure drugs can give you that temporary like feeling of like i'm okay i'm calm but like how long will you need that until that's all you that's all you need you know that that's basically who you are then you know and i have yeah. friends and stuff like you know they struggle with it i'm like dude like really ask yourself like like where where do i need healing like where 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 am i hurting that i'm turning to this you know because i can't deal with it on my own you know so yeah That's i mean, it's, it's it is because i think especially our generation too like it's so drugs are everywhere you know <laughs> like especially in america maybe not in like korea or asia but it's like like ask yourself man am I just doing this for fun or is it is it like am I trying to run away from something or am I not is there something lacking in me that I'm replacing this with you know and like the same thing for going out like getting girls or like going to clubs and like you know picking up like some people liquid courage right I need to drink before I like talk to a girl but it's like all those things because we're trying to you know get rid of rid of something or anxiety or whatnot whatever it is that I'm not saying I have the answers to like, yeah, like doing that and, and but it's just something I think is cool to talk about because I don't think people talk about this, you know.
0: Yeah, and I don't think most people get how deeply this is tied in with success. Like what you're what you're speaking about and at least from my interpretation is how do I get complete with the past? I've done these things, how do I bring resolution to them so I don't have to start covering up the guilt or the regret, the sadness or the anger with drugs that helped me dissociate. Uh, And and I relate to this a lot. Like, this is a phase that I went through as well. Um, I was doing a lot of extreme things like parkour, skydiving, uh, learning to ride a motorcycle, getting a shitload of tattoos, doing acid a lot, mushrooms a lot. And uh, over time, I kind of realized that, like, when I stopped doing those things, I felt terrible. And I couldn't find a way out of it. So I just kept on doing those things. And it wasn't like I wasn't successful at the time. Like I had enough in the bank to just like stop working for 10 years. I I was fine. I was working a really great job with fortune 500 companies, but I was covering up stuff, you know? And so I think when we don't address those things, They actively get in the way of our happiness, which actively stops us from being good with other people and engaging in sales properly. Like people who are happy as salespeople make like 30% more deals, you know, like that's just like basic, basic levels of like, if you take care of yourself, if you love yourself, like you were saying, then things start to open up. Life begins to get a lot more exciting. Yeah. That connection is something that
1: I don't think many people talk about at all. Yeah. Yeah because it's like self-care right it kind of starts with self-care and um i think we're just on this hamster wheel of just going every day and it's like you need some time to to take care of yourself as well so um no matter how you do that right (laughs) um you know everyone's different so yeah
0: i'm really glad that you brought this up like this is hugely important and i guess i also want to ask like the I'm sure that if people are listening to this right now, maybe the burning question on their minds is like, what is it that you do differently that allows you to go viral? That allows you to interview top influencers and entrepreneurs? Is it related to
1: this or do you think it's something else? Um, Definitely. It's, I think it's, Uh, honestly, it's, because I'm actually like willing to put myself out there. I don't think most people are willing to even do that. And also the fact that, you know, a lot of people I've interviewed early on, they're pretty big people. And I think it was by, you know, um, some people call it luck. Some people call it like divine, you know, appointment or whatever. Like, I just think because I'm willing to put myself out there, doors open, you know, and if you're willing to do that too, like doors are going to open for you too. Um, And also, like the intention was not just like, Hey, like, let me just take advantage of these people. Like it was just hey, let me just learn from you guys and share that. And it, and it was like a genuine, it came from a genuine place, not of like, I'm going to try to sell him on this, you know, cause a lot of people do that, right. Whether they're podcasting or like networking, they're like, I'm going to get him on so that I could, you know, learn all the secrets or like sell him on this, but it's genuinely, I just want to connect and, and learn. And so I think that helped. And then, um, as far as the content, like why that does well is because I I genuinely like, even if it wasn't my page, I'd be interested in checking it out. You know, that, that's what I tell people, hey, like, if this, if this wasn't your Instagram account, like, would you, would you like follow it? Like, would you care to look at it? And if it's, if the answer is no, then you got to ask yourself, like, what content can I post that would make it interesting? You know, so I, I post viral reposts sometimes things that are like, you know, I want to share that seem meaningful it'll also get people to talk that's a that's one way to get you know people to talk on your page um and it's just things that i think are important to to think about and just learn about and so i mean that help and it also helps having like a large network of accounts that are backing your account and like liking your content i mean without that it'd be hard to go viral you know if i just if i didn't have large accounts to help me get the reach You know, then it would. um, I want to be able to get the reach I have, you know, on Instagram and stuff. So yeah, yeah, all of those, and um, just I guess posting things that are like true to you, like real to you. I think I think a lot of people feel like man, I gotta post every day. You don't have to post even every day, you know. Just post something that is meaningful and real to you, and um, yeah, make sure it's good rather than just I gotta pump out ten pieces of content a day because then you're just on that hamster wheel again and then you're just kind of like i'm just trying to keep up you know like instead of keeping up like figure out what you want to be about how you want to what you want to share and then post that and it doesn't have to be like five times a day it could just be maybe one every other day or something you know
0: hmm. <clears throat> that's killer like you've already delivered like if, if you're listening right now this is this is like I mean, all the stuff that we're talking about before is gold, but like this, you already got your money's worth in like the last minute. I think, I think you hit on a couple of like really big things that I love. And one is that you're not reaching out with an agenda. It's with a genuine desire to help and connect. And I see like a lot of parallels between this and like with dating. I think it's easy to walk in with like, Hey, I want to get laid. I want to get a date. But that doesn't work that well. People can smell the agenda and it turns out like creepy and weird. But yeah. when people come in like you do, <clears throat> like that's refreshing. That's a big difference.
1: Yeah.
0: And Then the other piece that I'm hearing that I loved as well, like <clears throat> this was so good. Like you were saying that it's about consistently taking risks. And something that I've noticed for me was that like, as I get deeper into this, I see that I've become my own expert in my own way, as, as have you. But I don't think that experts become experts without taking risks. And I think the thing that defines experts is their desire and willingness to take so many risks that they leave everyone else behind. And now all of a sudden we're in this weird territory where it's just me and like three other people. And I guess we're experts now because no one else has had the, the courage or made the decisions necessary to feel as uncomfortable as we did for as long and now we're here yeah we have information that other people don't have yeah um so does that line
1: up with what you were saying so far yeah i mean I, i guess that part about um taking consistent risks because some people like they take that first risk and they're like or like that first failure and they're like oh man i gotta give up like or like you know it's like you gotta be pushing at it and like you know like kicking down the door if that's like what's (laughs) going on and not just that but like it kind of I guess it shows to the universe you know that how serious are you right like you say you want to build a million dollar company like how serious are you like you're spending nine hours you know um at a job you hate and you can't even spend two hours a day on your dream like Mm. that doesn't show me or anyone that you're really serious about it and so don't blame anyone but yourself if you're not you know, achieving those goals and dreams, you know, and (laughs) it's not like easier said than done, right? Like, you know, I, I didn't really do nine to five. I just knew that wasn't what I want to do. Even if, you know, I don't make money for a while, like I'd rather work on what I could do and make little bits of money than just like work full time for something I really don't like. And I think that's the biggest mindset shifts people need is like, you know, being comfortable with a paycheck versus not being paid. What if you're not paid today? Like, are you going to panic and be like, man, I need to get a job or are you going to find ways to make money? If you read um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, he basically says um, his rich dad said, don't don't get a paycheck because then if the, the more that you're conditioned, you know, to get a paycheck, the more that you go a week without being paid or two weeks, you're going to panic and fear and you're not going to think of ways. How do I make money you know, without a paycheck? You know, what, what can I sell? you know, what can I do? Um, what skills can I develop and, and monetize and build my own business or own thing, you know? And so that's one of the hardest hurdles, which is that mindset. Um, and if you're conditioned to doing that for so long, it's so hard to break out of it unless you have like a coach or someone kind of helping you to learn how to do that, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah,
0: I, I'm going to back that to one of the hardest parts of entrepreneurship that I'm discovering is the ups and downs when I lose the clients or I'm having a sales conversation that I think is going really well. And they're like, no, thanks. There's like an immediate emotional backlash. And if I don't, if I don't get on top of that, like if I wasn't trained the way that I've been trained, that would wreck me for like the next couple of days. And I think that outside perspective is so helpful because most of us aren't trained to deal with the ups and downs of that or the mindsets necessary to continue to take those risks. Cause we all hate taking risks because they hurt when we fail. So yeah. it's like <laughs> so much <laughs> of the value of a coach is yeah. that coach can get you back on the horse after you fail and have you feel like sexy and motivated about it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, and that's why everyone needs coaches and mentors and, and people to, Support them right in in what they're doing because it's hard to do on your own for sure. You know, some people who have, but a lot of people I know they have like mentors and coaches, so I'm still learning too. You know, it's it's always a learning process. So, yeah,
0: what do you think? What do you think has been (sighs) like the trickiest part of the journey for you? Like, what did you do struggle the
1: most? I think, um, the hardest part was. I mean even still it's just kind of like you know being finding that self-worth like believing in yourself to be able to be like hey i'm actually worth something to sell my services to you know a lot of people like i think really like there's the opposite spectrum where people are just good at selling and they're just they don't have a lot of value but there's people who have a lot of value but they suck at selling you know and it's like a lot of people need to see that value in themselves And that's what prevents them from starting their business or starting, you know, what they want to do. They they lack that belief in themselves or they lack that confidence and it's something you learn, you know. No one's no one's born like Tony Robbins wasn't born this super confident guy when he was born. You know, he had a lot of trauma and things he had to go through. And every one of us, but if you're committed to like your self development, to growing and being better, then you'll those are things that you get to work on, you know, and, and improve on. And um so yeah, I guess the biggest hurdle was just that like self-belief and it's still something I'm developing now. And just that ability to be like, Hey, like I'm worth believing in, you know, you're worth it. And sometimes when you don't have people around you say that, you know, it's, it's really hard. Right. And so you got to say to yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, like why would anyone believe in you? You know? And so you got to really, um, dig deep and, um, figure out man what do i want and, and produce results obviously but uh believe in yourself even when no one else does because people will come and go right but you're the only person that you can really rely on at the end you know
0: yeah yeah that's that's big um and i i love the point that you made also about self-worth being acquirable confidence charisma success these are acquirable skills and So often, I think we're taught that this is just something that people are born with. Oh, Bill Gates is just a successful dude when he was born. No, he had help. You know, he asked for help. Same as anyone else. They had mentors. They got people to help them along the way. Like any successful person, they got there with the rapidity that they did because they were willing to ask for help. Like if we look at like just the average um. What is it like even just like the ten thousand hour rule? Like if I set aside an hour a day, like ten thousand days, it's like years and years for me to master something. Yeah. And that's just like if, <clears throat> if I'm trying to do something alone, it takes me my entire lifetime to figure that out. But when I have help, that number goes dramatically, like dramatically down. Sure. So like I I love that this is the topic that we're talking about right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's I mean the same thing for what you're doing, whether it's you know, for dating or for, you know social media or whatever like find someone to shortcut you there and like obviously I didn't really have that so I just kind of did it on my own but now I could help people with that and um you know everyone has their specialty right everyone has their niche so find the people who have the results you want and hire them if you have the funds to do that um if not consume their free content um and uh yeah that should help you out a lot than just you trying to figure it out you know on your own so Hmm.
0: actually yeah this brings up something that i wanted what's your um what's your biggest success story working with a client like what's the
1: biggest shortcut that you've seen so far out of working with you um definitely like an increase in their engagement um increase in like their content structure a lot of them kind of come to me without knowing what to post or how to go about their posting strategy and so I teach them like, hey, this is what helps you go viral. This is what helps you stand out on social media. And then I kind of help them see it in a different way. So like, first of all, it's the mindset, right? The mindset positioning. And then second of all, it's um, helping them boost their engagement with my network, right? If they invest into me, I'm going to invest into them. Um, and, uh, and also just learning like how do hashtags work, you know, like, like double worded hashtags, for example, are better than just single worded because double worded are, um, they're more niche specific, like geotagging is another trick. And so these are all things that you could do that um, seem simple, but people just aren't aware of, you know, and uh, it's something that I wanna teach more on. And that's that's what I get to do because that's what I've experienced in, you know. I think uh, I think you're muted oh whoops my bad yeah Yeah. so so so, yeah i mean to to answer in a nutshell it'd be like how do i think about my profile right because a lot of people they're just lost on like i don't know what to post i'm like well what are you good at like what what can you teach like what are you passionate about you know and how do we create content like that to post for you and then um increasing engagement exposure on your account and then gaining you follow like real followers and um boosting it with um like a targeted following as well. So all, all those things are things I work with. But um yeah, their biggest success is they went from like under 5k to what like 60, 70 K. Um, and now they have people paying attention to them, which is the biggest currency is attention, you know, and so
0: yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and from a business perspective, I want to break this down. Like, If we look at email marketing, for for those of you who are listening right now, if you look at email marketing, every email that you collect on your list is worth a dollar a year to you. I'm not sure of the exact metric when it comes to social media, but imagine going from 5K passive income to 60K over the course of months based off of the amount of reach that you have. And that's the kind of leverage that we're talking about here. It's not just a numbers game. If people are actually engaged with you, they listen to what you have to say, you're putting the real you out there and it's at scale. Um, This is everything that we've been talking about in terms of dating. You put the real you out there. So other people that love the real you are engaged. Now you do it times 10,000. Those people are gonna buy things from you. They're gonna wanna work with you. And that's the value of what we're talking about here. We're taking the very individual one-on-one level skill and we bring it out to like an entire city or a nation, that that number of people. That's the value of this influence. And if you have something that you really believe in, if you have a message that needs to get out there that people aren't hearing, this is how you do that. And so this is such a critical skill. It's not a vanity metric. This is your ability to influence other people. This is your lever.
1: And I, would, I also want to say like everyone wants to be an influencer but not everyone has that ability to kind of draw people in right you might be like um like you might just want to you might not know what to post even if you have a million followers And then that's like what's the use of that you know people don't you know you have to get them to care and connect with you and you need to have a story you know you need you need to have struggles that you've overcome to to to, to do that you know so if you're just like, I have a bunch of money, I just want to throw it, be an influencer. Well, there's not going to be a connection because you're just this, you know, unless you're posting maybe like Ferraris, Lambos all the time, you'll attract those people. But um, <clears throat> yeah, like a loyal following will kind of know who you are, your story, and then you also want to help them out. So that's, which takes time, right? Your personal brand should take time. Um, but then they'll be loyal wherever you go. You look at Gary Vee, look at like you know, Ty Lopez, like they have such loyal fans, even if they chose to, you know, not do wine business or not do social media, he's still going to have a loyal following. They're going to support him with whatever he does, you know, because of all that he's given back. And so that's the power of personal branding and like people buy from people, you know? And so, so the more you develop that, the more you develop trust and in a genuine way, you can tell when someone's just saying something to be like, Hey, like, yeah, I've been through depression and it's kind of like, they're just talking through it, but not really um relating because it's just kind of a facade, you know, a, a lot a lot of times. And so yeah. Being real, yeah, like sharing your story, like I get to do that as well. Um, but sharing your story and then building around that is is, is really good too. There's um there's a saying that my friend says your mess is your message. So whatever your the mess you've been through, like that's your message to people. And then you could turn that into a business somehow, you know, your coaching or or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's so much more to cover here. And I'm seeing that we're bumping into the end of our time. So um, for the people who are listening right now that are really resonating with what you're saying,
1: what would be the best way for them to connect with you? Well, yeah. Instagram like Ray.onHN. And then um, if they want to learn more about kind of my story, like they could check out my free ebook <clears throat> in my bio and then also just connect with me like dm me you know i'm gonna start i want to start youtubing so i gotta start putting content out but uh <clears throat> yeah it's just everyone has their struggles you know everyone has their fears but just put one foot in front of the other like if you lay a brick a day you'll look back and you'll see you've built a wall you know i think that's what you know nipsey hustle said and some other people it's just like don't think some people are so afraid of starting because they're like, man, it's so big. Like, how can I ever do that? Just don't, don't look at that. Just look at what's the first thing I could do to make that a reality, whether it's like posting on Instagram, whether it's starting a podcast, like what's that first step. And if you have trouble doing that, find a coach, you know, hire a coach, hire someone. So you have skin in the game and then they can help you along, you know? So so that's, that's what I'd say.
0: Yeah absolutely killer dude it's been a pleasure to have you on this went in so many unexpected directions but i feel yeah. connected i feel like there was a lot of value on the table so i'm really glad you came on
1: thank you thanks for having me on
0: anytime dude <coughs> and that's it for us today yeah, if you want to catch us <laughs> next time we'll be live thursday 8 a.m pacific time thanks for listening appreciate you